Jack, we're really committing this year. Are we? Yes, we are. Okay. No, listen, it's three episodes every week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Guys, you know, over the new year, we did a bit of reviewing and we thought we want to give you as much value as humanly possible. It is a lot, three episodes a week. I'm not going to lie, a few strains. Few strains, yeah. Me and Jesse having to have a few more chats than we probably like together. But um, hey, it's all for you guys. So hope you guys enjoy. Um, if you do, five stars, please. That'd be much appreciated. We'd love it. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, keep pumping them out. Three a week. Three a week. Bloody hell. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, seven p.m. So today we're going to be covering market research as a broad topic. Something that we spoke about heavily on our last guest podcast with the Outdated Collective boys. We just thought it was a great chat with them and we love the way that they were using, you know, different forms of market research. And we think there'd be a lot of value there for, you know, a, a singular app with me and Jesse to kind of go into it a little bit deeper and share our thoughts on it. So yeah, market research, it's changed a lot over the years. Jesse had a funny story on the pod, uh, which maybe we can roll because it, it was a great one and it, it sums Jesse up pretty well. I, I'll let Jesse go into it. My mum used to like take me along. She's like, Jess, we'll get like, make some money. <laughs> this is like OG stuff. Yeah. And I, I'll never forget, there was like a chocolate milk one. And I like, put out like four different chocolate milks. Like, which one do you like? <laughs> like circle this and like, you say how old you are. Like, yeah. that's how they used to get data. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking, and like in some weird old hall with all yeah. these weird people in there. And they hand you cash as well. You just look yeah. at Yeah, crazy. No way. They still got those set up? I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'll call my mum after this. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's pretty good sure. gig. Yeah. That. Yeah. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Best thing I've ever done. But <laughs> Let's drop the brand and do that. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, first of all, I think market research, it's, a, it's quite a, you know, old typical term we've all sort of been raised with. Something you probably learn at university. We're not here to bore you, of course. It's the Coldplay podcast. Always exciting, always fresh. But yeah, stay with us on this. I think we're going to go on a little bit of a roller coaster with it. I think market research for a digital business today is probably the most critical thing that you're taking in your data. So let's define market research really quickly. Essentially, I'll, I'll get the Google definition yeah, up. Pull it up on Google. Let's get the brains trust. Market research is an organized effort to gather information about target markets and customers. That's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. So like essentially you're gathering information, i.e. The, the outdated collective boys told us they'll look at all their responses, the voting, the polls, you know, all these types of things. To, to help them make informed decisions about maybe what color they're dropping, what designs they're going to go with. Um, yeah, it's just a good way to, I guess, see what your customer is vibing with and, you know, help you make, you know, whether it's financial decision or, Yeah. I think we speak to, you know, over the journey, we speak to hundreds of small businesses and, and bigger businesses. And I think one thing I've seen, and this isn't just in the fashion industry, this is in the music industry, any creative industry you can think of faces this issue. And what that is, is you have a creative person that loves releasing art. For us, it's clothing. For others, it's music, you know, all different types of things, right? Yet that person needs to sell to an audience and the audience needs to also love that art. So you need to work, I, I said this on the previous podcast, I'll, I'll bring up that analogy again. It takes two to tango. You've, cu- you've got to meet somewhere in the middle with what you love and what they love. And that middle point, you get there fastest through understanding market research. 100%. And today with the you know, technology and social media, there's so many tools and different things you can do you know, at the tip of your fingers. So um, if you're not doing it already, then there's a whole world of value to to be gained through through different tools that we will go into. First, I want to hit back on this 
For sure. Archaic story of Jesse's of market research back in the day. Yes, I think it's only right that we call my mum that actually used to drag me down to these things. So I'm gonna we'll see what my mum's thoughts were. So for context, back in the day, market research used to be questionnaires, surveys, you know, focus groups. Old school. We're talking like grey lead <laughs> pencil rubbers, like like crammed in in a little hall, like community hall, sweaty, smelly, all those types of things. And yeah, like we went through that. You get paid good. Like I was like 12 and getting $50 to be there. So life was good. But I don't <laughs> remember. so crazy. I don't remember that much, Jack. So I want to know if mum knows any more. Let's hope she picks up. Come on, mum. Come on, Mandy. Excuse me. Jesse. Mum, how are we doing? We're just picking up the new car. Oh, you're, you're getting a new car. That's good. That's good. That's yes. good, good, good. I've just got a quick quick one for you. Do you have a couple seconds? Yeah. Beautiful. So, you know how we used to do market research, you know, like when we were little? Yes. Yeah. What the hell is going on there? Like we're going to those like little halls and what what was your experience like there? Um, normally it's a product like, um, say, craft and cheese and all that and they bring them all out and they ask you do they like the, you like the packaging do you like the advertising what would you change blah 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 do you buy this product they kind of get you to you would say yes to be going into the thing and then they give you a hundred bucks for sitting there for an hour i suppose yeah that's pretty good man that was crazy yeah jack's also here on the phone um he's very excited about it he didn't quite believe me and you, there'd be like a, f- a fair few people in there and you just like get the grey lead pencils out, sort of circle away and that. And oh, it's really simple, but but you've got to like sign up for it. They've got to accept you. They'll ask you all these questions first. Do you know about the product? Do you use the product in mind? Obviously, you say yes. And then um, then they, yeah, they're, they're obviously putting it out, re-advertising it or rebadging it and what the consumers, you know, advice. Do you reckon, are they still around today, those businesses, or did they go out of fashion? Yeah, but you're only allowed to do one or two a year. It's not like, it's not really worth, like, it's a bit of fun once or twice and that's it. Right, right, right. That's that's crazy. And and do you remember the chocolate milk one when I was little? Yeah, I do. We, did <laughs> we were lucky because we knew someone that had an agency that would book people. Ah. <laughs> so she would do it for us. She would say, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And we'd say yes, but she no longer does it. She was a te- ex-teacher. Mandy, Mandy, how many chocolate milks do you reckon Jesse drank that day? I probably drank the fridge out. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right, Mum. It sounds like me. All right, Mum, well, that, that's that's about it. We wanted to talk about market research. Listen, that um, couch that I saw, Jesse. Mum, stop sending me fake Facebook Marketplace couches. I'll, I'll buy one eventually, all right? No, but if I was to um, re um, like buy the leather cleaner to do it, it'll come up like you. It's actually a really good couch. It's true. No, you're sending me some good couches. We'll buy one, I promise. All right. I love you, Mum. See you, Mandy. Bye. 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 There you have it. There you have it. <laughs> I wasn't making it up. It was $100 an hour. I'm just, I'm just picturing you like oh, in, that, oh, in that so community, community hub drinking those chocolate milks. Fire out. I, I reckon mum's- You wouldn't taste the difference after a while. Like, surely after like four or five, you're no like, way. these all taste the same now. Legit. And I, I, I actually think they've gone out of business. I haven't heard or seen. No. There's no way they're still running these like physical events. Like even after COVID, especially not with social media and technology and you know, traffic that you and data that you can track. 
Mate. I mean, that was obviously their data. They had to track it, you know, in real life. And this is cases what like that. I think uh, it's funny hearing that when what mum said was you have to sign up, tell them your age, like a million different things about you so they know the types of people that are trying their products. But nowadays, like online, no forms, like they already have probably the cookies or whatever they've done. I don't really know, but they're doing some dodgy shit. We know that. And they know exactly everything about you. And But let's be honest, it's all instantaneous. Mm. At least it's convenient. Yeah, well, let's well let's talk about a couple maybe techniques that e-commerce businesses are using really well in today in terms of market research yep. to make informed decisions. Definitely, I I think I mean we've harped on a bit about social media. That's that's definitely got to be the biggest. There's so many different avenues. There's polls. There's yes and no votes. There's you go on Instagram and you click that little story icon and it pops up. You know, there's the questionnaire like. What do you guys want to see us release this year? Every brand does that. Yeah, right? lots of people are doing like mock-ups or even just putting up a product in a completely different color that mm. they've probably just photoshopped just to see if there's any interest there. Yeah, because uh, I think we, and we spoke about this on the previous podcast, you're trying to find that winning product. You're trying to do that two to tango analogy. You know what I'm talking about? And you need it. the more products you put out there and the more variants, the more likely you are to really meet in the middle with your customer and be like, that's the color, that's the design that we want to see. Yeah. Another one is like website traffic. Um, Jess, I'll let you go into this one a little bit because you probably had a bit more experience in this, but talk to me about website traffic and how you can make decisions based on that. Yeah. Shopify and all websites have amazing analytics, you know, from things like added, add to cards, like failed cards. There's, there's a million different things. One we used to love looking at was you'd post a new product on your social media and then you would look at your website traffic to see if you saw a spike and if you saw a spike, it would generally mean the customers are really excited so mm. much so they're coming online looking to see if they can check out, buy it. Um, we used to do a drop model. So, you know, we would only release once every few weeks for, you know, half an hour. So most of the time people come across to the website and we're unable to buy, but it was really important to track the website traffic because if we put out a photo of a garment and there was, you know, no one coming over to the website, you, know, you smash my face on the mic. If it's happened not, before. It's happened in the last episode. <laughs> Health has it. Um, so, yeah, I think website traffic is probably one of the biggest. Yep. Um, certain websites, you know, they have like a little chat box where I, I don't think it's overrated, but you can type in like, I'm looking for this, where's that? Yeah. There's tons of analytics on there. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just important just to be, to be aware of. Um, do your own research and just try a bunch of different things and see what works for you. But yeah, 100% have a look at it because if you're not doing it, um, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So yeah, no, I, I would, you know, take it really seriously. I'd write down, you know, if you, I know back in the day we used to ask customers what colors they want to see from us and we'd manually write down all the colors um, and put that down and then weigh it up. Like why, why does everyone want green above, you know, red? And you really got to ask yourself those questions because at the end of the day, if you're going to release things that you love and only things that you love, you have to be very patient because at the end of the day that, I mean, there's a lot of end of days here, seven days, seven days in a week. But I think you've got to realize that middle point is everything in business. And that can, I think that's sort of the hardest thing for any business is giving up what you love to sort of meet your customers in the middle. Yeah. And I think the mindset of the outdated collective boys was extremely switched on with that. Like they, they were ready to pivot um, depending on what their audience, you know, liked. And I guess the, the, what their audience was shaping up as it probably wasn't what they thought it would be when they first started the brand. But, you know, if you are flexible with that, yeah, I mean, it's only going to mean good things. So 
I think so. There's a scale there. Once you start a brand, I think you need to ask yourself, what do I like stand for? Because there's absolutely nothing wrong with the approach Outdated Collective take. They're very malleable, flexible. They'll drop, you know, they'll leave. If they want to release a red hoodie and all their customers want green, best believe they're running with green. So some brands though are really strong in their values and go, we want red because mm. that's our core value. You know, red symbolizes X, Y, and Z and therefore we will not change. And that's also great. So there's, you know, but you just got to make sure you're, you know, you got to be aware. I think that's the key word here. Yep. Yep. 100%. And yeah, um, again, we're not, you know, complete experts on this stuff. We're just uh, trying to share, you know, our opinions and some, you know, different things that we think are going to bring you guys value. So don't take our word as creed, please. We're definitely not experts, Jack, but we are the 53rd greatest Australian entrepreneurial business podcast in the world. So I like what you did there. Thank you. And I, yeah, I think if you want to see us get to 52nd, you know what to do. It's five stars. We keep telling you, but hey, that's why we're here at 53rd, sitting with the big dogs down at 53. So guys, we appreciate you and uh, it's all love. Thank you.